Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on um, Thursday, September 14th, 2017. This is actually a story that came out last week, and I wanted to do this last week, but uh, other things uh, impinged. But this is an important story, and uh, I'll get to some later news in just a second. But um, this is a very, very important story. There are two paragraphs in particular I want to draw your attention to uh, and then comment on briefly before moving along to a second bit of information. Uh, the story appeared at Zero Hedge last week, exactly a week ago. Uh, the story is by Tyler Durden, of course. Uh, the the title of the story is, quote, King of Saudi Arabia to visit Russia in October. Yes, that's right, folks. Vladimir Putin and uh, King Abdullah al-Aziz, uh, pardon me, bin Abdullah Aziz al-Saud will be having a summit in Moscow. So I want to read a few paragraphs here. There are two paragraphs in particular that I thought, whoa, um, that are highly, highly important. So let me uh, draw your attention to three paragraphs, and then I'll come back and read the two that really grabbed me. Uh, quote, the visit has been anticipated for a long time. This will be the first time a Saudi king visits Russia. The event is very symbolic against the background of burgeoning rapprochement between the two countries. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov is expected to visit the kingdom in a few days. The Saudi Vision 2030 long-term development program has been launched to move the kingdom from oil profits and dependency on the United States to diversified modern economy, listen to that one, diversified modern economy and strong military potential, allowing it to implement independent foreign policy. The main goal is to lay down the basis of its independence from natural resources. Saudi Arabia is intensifying its diplomatic efforts. Russia is a partner in the kingdom's far-reaching, ambitious plans. The potential of bilateral relations development is extraordinary. I'm skipping uh, several paragraphs here to draw your attention to a couple of others in the middle of the article. Quote, for Saudi Arabia, Russia's influence in Iran, Syria, Yemen, Turkey, and even Qatar is a strategic asset. Hence, the Saudis see Russia in the role of negotiator on all political issues. Both countries welcomed the change of power in Egypt in 2013 and continue to jointly support President Abdul Fattah el-Sisi. It's an open secret that Egypt's massive procurement of Russian weapons was possible thanks to Saudi financial assistance to Cairo. Riyadh also seems to have appreciated Moscow's restrained position on the Yemeni issue. Saudi Arabia is one of many other Arab countries turning to military cooperation with Russia against the backdrop of its success in Syria. Bingo, ding, ding, ding. In July, Russia and Saudi Arabia agreed upon an arms deal valued at $3.5 billion. The deal will be finalized during, <coughs> pardon me, during King Solomon's visit. The Saudis have requested transfer of technology to accompany the signing of the deal. 
The kingdom is interested in negotiating both defensive and offensive weapon systems, including the S-300 and or the S-400 air defense systems. MiG-35 lightweight fighters, T-90 main battle tanks, and also the Russian tactical missile system Iskander-E. In other words, big arms deals in the offing here. Um, but here's the real, for me, folks, the real clincher. Uh, you're looking, I think, at a, a massive sea change going on in the Middle East. And I'll get back to why I think this is going on in just a moment. But I want to draw your attention to a couple of paragraphs in this article, which I, I will link for you. Uh, it's, it's really worth pondering very, very carefully. But there's two paragraphs right toward the beginning that I think are very, very important. And I had to read this twice for me to really absorb how drastic a sea change we might really be looking at in that region of the world. Listen to these two paragraphs uh, right toward the beginning of the article. Quote, Russia's leading oil company, Rosneft, has said it is interested in buying Saudi oil giants' shares after the privatization takes place next year as planned. Both sides agreed to establish a joint energy investment fund during the talks at the 2017 St. Petersburg International Economic Forum. In May, then-Deputy Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman visited Russia to take part in the uh, St. Petersburg International Economic Forum and to meet President Vladimir Putin. Six deals were signed, including a nuclear cooperation agreement that could see Russia helping to build up to 16 atomic power stations in the kingdom. Contracts on infrastructure development and a deal on deliveries of high-end Russian weaponry were also inked. During the talks, it was revealed that there are 25 mutually beneficial investment projects totaling $10 billion under examination. The parties are exploring joint ventures in construction and upgrade of railways. Now, right there, that tells me that Saudi Arabia is wanting to get in on the Chinese Silk Road project and that Russia is the country that is going to be the mediator in all of that. But for me, the earthquake here is that paragraph. Let me read it to you again. Russia's leading oil company, Rosneft, has said it is interested in buying the Saudi oil giant's shares after the privatization takes place next year as planned. Now, I doubt very much that, folks, that's the earthquake right there, that there would be Russian interest and perhaps knowing what the Russians are going to do. They're not going to buy a majority interest, but they're going to buy a, a significant enough block in the Saudi Aramco company to have significant influence within the kingdom and within the company itself. Folks, I cannot tell you that is a geopolitical earthquake. It is a massive shift of power in the Middle East and you'll notice that with Russia being kind of the uh, mediator here with Turkey, Qatar, uh, now Saudi Arabia, Iran, Russia's sitting pretty much in a very, very good position in the Middle East to be the arbiter of 
let's say let's say neutral partner in regional conflict and negotiations. So this is a a huge earthquake, and as this article makes clear, I think, and I think uh, Tyler Durden is entirely correct here. This is a a an earthquake that happened because of the Russian intervention in Syria, and the ineffectiveness of all of America's allies and partners, including the radical Muslims that we've partnered ourselves with inside that country, uh, to, to topple the Assad regime. This is major. Now, the other thing I want to draw to your attention is that this comes on, a, on the heels of a very quiet visit of a Saudi prince to Israel to negotiate directly with the Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu, all right? And that, again, is a huge earthquake in the region, folks. Um, America is slipping, and I want, to, I want to give you what I think is the backdrop, not only the effectiveness of the Russian intervention in Syria, however, you also must take into consideration the recent horrible accidents with the U.S. Navy, uh, the USS John McCain and the USS Fitzgerald, which were literally rammed by uh, merchant freighters and uh, causing a lot of damage. Now, folks, I don't believe for a moment that this was because the watches, the actual human eyes on the horizon on those ships failed. This was a systemic failure. The Navy is trying to paint this as, well, we need better training. It was a failure of the crew. I'm not buying that story at all. Uh, the U.S. Navy is, has uh, shown itself to be vulnerable to some sort of electronic warfare in a very, very crucial period, and I believe that you're looking a bit slightly at the fallout of some of these things. So if the Russians get a major interest in the Saudi oil company, the geopolitics of that region have just changed. And folks, they have changed in a profound, deep manner and for the long term. That's not something that will go away, particularly with Saudi Arabia buying so much Russian arms. All right. This is, this is key. Russia has very, very carefully set itself up as a major player in that region. I think this is all related to the Chinese Silk Road project. Uh, American foreign policy, if I may be blunt about it, is in shambles in the region, uh, due, I think, in large part to the so-called war on terror that began in 9-11 and the mishandling of things in Iraq, Afghanistan, through the Bush and Obama administrations. A huge earthquake here, folks, geopolitically. If Russia is able to buy major blocks of shares in the Saudi oil company, that's the seal on the deal that the geopolitics of that region has just undergone a major change. And notice, Israel is willing to talk to the Saudis, Israel has been willing to talk to the Russians. You, we've seen visits of Prime Minister Netanyahu to Russia on a couple of visits in, in the last two to three years that are very, very interesting. So major upheaval going on in the Middle East. Now, the other bit of news, um, 
there it is. Uh, the book is finally out, Hess and the Penguins. Um, I just got my copies today, so those of you who have ordered copies uh, should be getting uh, yours soon. Um, the book is, I want, to, I want to stress once again, this is a very dark book. It has a sort of humorous title, uh, but it is, in fact, a very, very dark and, and disturbing book. Um, a necessary one, I think, in today's age of uh, radical negotiations, world-changing negotiations, that one was obviously another attempt at a major change in the direction that the world was taking. So that book is out. Uh, now that I have my copy and can refer to it, I will be happy in vid chats and so on to be fielding questions about it. So that's it for today's news and views. I want to thank everybody. This has been a banner week uh, for people sending me articles. I'm still sorting through it. I may not get to uh, the blogging for next week until late Saturday evening. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff to sort through, and I really haven't decided. I'm still kind of trying to make up my mind on the things I need to blog about. You're picking out a lot of very good science articles, things happening in science that are very, very important. So um, I may not get to the blogs as I normally do by Saturday morning, so be aware of that. But anyway, I want to thank everybody. Uh, you're finding some truly amazing stuff, and it gets more and more difficult uh, to, to pick out which things I want to talk about in the weekly blogs. But anyway, it is a uh, kind of a community-driven blog site in that respect. So I want to thank everybody again. That's it for today's news and views from the Nefarium. Watch this Saudi-Russian summit between Vladimir Putin uh, and uh, King Solomon very, very carefully because I think this is going to be a bellwether for what sort of things we can expect in that region of the world in the next decade, if not two or three. So um, very, very important stuff. That's it, folks. Thank you again for all of you sending me the great articles and stories that you're finding. And I'll see everybody on the flip side. Bye-bye. God bless.